Ellis for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jaro. Hello, Jessica Jardin. Hello, Marcy Jaro. <laughs> Not how you pronounce it. Um, we were just talking food oh, before we started recording and... It's so, I mean, a lot of this happens during my job because I oversee a lot of food content for mm. Tasty and it is, it's really crazy to just be unexpectedly very hungry <laughs> to be like, mm. and thinking like a cartoon person where you're just imagining like a big steak or a big piece of chicken and you're like, oh, I was, <laughs> people are going to hate that. <laughs> Sorry. I know people don't like that in their ears. <laughs> I like it in my ears. Uh, Anyways. Uh, yeah. I was just telling Jess that I've been watching a lot of food talk. Um, T-O-K. T-O-K. Food yeah. talk. And just want, I've been really just hankering for some meat. And I said, ooh, meat sounds good. Ooh, meat sounds good. <laughs> oh. It's very fun. Anyway, guys, we're, this is the new show. We're, we're basically <laughs> bros talking about beer, wings, Yeah, this is going to be a new uh, barstool uh, Sports. spinoff. Yeah. What is that guy's name? Dave. Portnoy. Portnoy. Because I like didn't, I like have purposely gone out of my way to not like learn that world i don't want to know his deal but like tim had kept talking about him not because he w listens but because he because he does a pizza review and uh -huh. tim likes pizza and has like brought it up before and then he dave portnoy just got like a whole bunch of uh i don't know if it's like me too necessarily but like some stuff came up in the last couple of weeks um but they're what like it, what are you doing with all these teenagers yes that's right the couple people came it was an article that's mm -hmm. right that came forward about these like young girls who he'd had like really uh, gross aggressive sex with potentially and, and then dms with very young like yes 15 16 year old girls so tim got mad i was like your guy is really bad he's, he's like, like i never that is not my guy <laughs> I, like, I only know about him from you he's like he's very famous and i'm like well your best friend sounds like a real piece of work <laughs> he's not invited over anymore <laughs> very bad um, um well how have you been good um oh. i don't know i was like this is feels like that funny part of the year that just is like the time change and everybody's kind of barreling towards end of year and, and just holidays like holidays and kind of like for anyone who's been working it's just there's a real like it's really hard to give a flying fuck and to like to care and to be on videos in, in mid November, 2021 all day long. Like uh, it's just hit a wall. I will share a medical update that I wanted to share, <laughs> which is interesting, but um, I, I guess it's personal. It's definitely personal, but I have talked on Ellis for losers or on, sorry, um, Kardashian it quite a bit about my uh, journey with HPV Mm-hmm and having to always getting like abnormal paps always having to get colposcopies i had six uh and then last year i had to get a procedure called a leap where they take out like a chunk of your cervix and uh pretty like hellacious stuff and so i just there's a video like using an orange peel yes. of how it works and it looks when you see it like that you're like because i think there was a an interesting conversation that came up on TikTok recently about like a lot of women not knowing that they can ask for it to be numbed um, or that it just doesn't have to hurt quite as bad. Uh, and, and anyway, and, and I'm yeah. always here to answer anyone's questions about it. And when I have talked about it before, I've gotten a lot of wonderful feedback. Um, 
But so I went to get my like big first pap after all of that has like it takes a year to heal basically. Um, Even though I haven't felt anything since last November, but you're technically not healed for a year. Um, And I just got my pap and it came back for the first time (gasps) in like six years as not only normal, but negative for hpv oh my god which i don't understand how does that work i guess she scooped it out (laughs) (laughs) i'm baffled i'm gonna write my obgyn because i get my pap through like the clinic my work uses and i'm gonna be like can this be right i don't know that you can just like i i know it can go and and to anyone with any medical knowledge please don't feel like you have to educate me on this i will figure it out on my own she'll talk to a doctor i'll talk to my doctor i don't like crowdsourcing my (laughs) my health care but um I got the it took like 10 full work day working days and I was like Jesus Christ this is gonna be bad and then they were like negative and negative and I was like what you know it's funny I had a friend recently who was waiting for test results and she kept calling the doctor and the doctor was like good news takes the longest amount of time oh I'm gonna live by that because they're checking things off so they're like it's not this it's not this so then they just keep looking but if like we're what they suspect they would know it within a day or two makes sense it was yeah it really took normally I get results like three days and mm -hmm. so as the days were ticking on I was like oh god getting ready for like okay this will be the next fucking month of my life and shuttling back and forth to Cedars and like just preparing mentally for for another, my seventh colposcopy oh. and was just like, huh. and then I got the, the message today and I was like, okay, You're, I guess I beat HPV. You are the Magic Johnson <laughs> of HPV, baby. So I just share that for any new listeners, just welcome to my cervix. Uh, <laughs> I've shared a lot about my cervix on our previous podcast and that's just a real shout out for uh the ogs uh who were so when i talked about it before uh just have been so kind and uh i got a lot of really like lovely note uh notes and questions about stuff um and i'm happy to be the queen of hpv whether i have it or not so well i think it's really good that you talk about it one also congratulations that thank you you have a very beautiful cervix right now a clean sparkling cervix <laughs> but i think it's really important to talk about especially in this age of like vaccines vaccines vaccine that what did i never say the word vaccines <laughs> you I said s- it too many times i said probably. something else but like i've heard parents of teens be like i don't they don't need to get that because it'll just like inspire them to whatever and just you know, like you said, if only that had been available, oh my god, it would have saved you so much pain and and fear about fertility and all this stuff. Yeah, and we talked about this back when you know Gardasil, the HPV medication. It is not you know like a, a sh- full protection. And people reached out who were like, I'm a nurse, and people can still get it. And it's like, but in terms of like reducing anything that reduces, just like why not? Yeah, and you know it was really when I had researched it, it's really considered like a failure in marketing um, Mm -hmm. in terms of like how it was, it got really marketed as this sort of like, you know, slutty (laughs) vaccine. Um, And it's not, and and it's really marketed to women, which is unfair because men carry and spread HPV. Um, It's mostly how heterosexual (laughs) women get it. Also, insurance companies would not cover it if you were over the age of like 26, I think. That was how I got my first shot 
and then I was too old to get the other one. So I never finished the series. That's insane. Isn't That's that crazy. Insane. Also, why start me? <laughs> Some might ask, but also it didn't work. I probably already had it. Yeah. But yeah, go get Gardasil if you can. Uh, you got teens. Stay on top of PAPS and. Because people get the weirdest viruses and diseases in college the moment oh kids god i like knew a girl who almost died from meningitis oh my god yeah or even things like i i i fully like they thought she's gonna be paralyzed she did come she was in a coma oh my god she did come out of it and regained her ability to like it was bad where we're like oh my god this like beautiful 18 year old girl is gonna die there's so much going on that you, I feel like, yeah, that, that you're susceptible at that age that no one's like talking to you about. Yeah. And it's when you're being like the most experimental with your body. I got um, and having still the still teenage hygiene. Yes, exactly. <laughs> In like a lot of communal shared spaces with roommates and dorms and stuff. I used to always get UTIs uh, frequently and especially after sex and just was always like eh, well whatever and would just have a uti and be like well that'll pass and never like had not really learned how to treat them or how like urgent they were and then i fully woke up one day and had like insane shooting pain on like both the front and the back of like my side and oh. i couldn't like breathe <gasps> and i went to urgent care and they were like okay so if you don't treat a urinary tract infection, it will keep moving upwards into your body and it's in your kidneys and it, you could have died. <laughs> they were like, you have a full on kidney infection. You were like, well, my mom doesn't live at school. you know. <laughs> I was like, felt really shamed. I was like, well, I don't want to tell anybody. And they were like, yeah, it keeps moving and it will keep moving up and kill you. Like, okay. you don't just like let it chill. And I was like, well, it worked before. <laughs> and they're like, no. And I'm I had a like a child. <laughs> how dare you yell at me? Isn't that funny? So much of it. You're just like, right. I also lived in my parents' house one year ago. <laughs> it is. I, I. This is why I'm always like so grossed out by like guys like Dave Portnoy who date someone who's like 19 where it's like technical. It's like, no, that's still a little baby and we have to take care of them because they, they don't just like suddenly get like logic and knowledge and no. wisdom and you all this stuff. You don't know how to separate the, the loads for laundry. <laughs> no. They don't, they don't know. Oh. They don't know that stuff. They don't know how you deal with roommates. And you can't get mad at them for not knowing. No, but I definitely, yeah, I've gotten my fair <laughs> share of shaming for not knowing medical stuff but um yes i just wanted to share that as a little health update on I my love all your slut health <laughs> oh thank you yes oh my god what if that was like my other what if i start my own podcast alone that's just slut health it's called healthy sluts <laughs> healthy slut. hey welcome to healthy sluts how are my sluts feeling Hope healthy that's like just someone in the background like it's an air horn dun, dun, dun. someone's like i'm actually ill but i feel like i can't call in <laughs> not, uh not healthy slut also, over here they call in with questions you're like well i'm not qualified <laughs> actually very open to lawsuits on this forum so i'm gonna go ahead and step back <laughs> healthy sluts i will definitely keep up my sleeve <laughs> Enough about me, the healthiest slut there is. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, I have so little going on. I <laughs> just guess what I rewatched this weekend. Oh, I'm gonna guess Titanic. <laughs> I rewatched Titanic. <laughs> That's why I asked. I wanted you to validate me. <laughs> okay, I could re I could rewatch no, it. No, I don't know what is it. I rewatched Fleabag. Oh, that's so fun. Uh, I actually saw a commercial with 
former ucb uh and star also of fleabag uh brett gelman yes he's in like a peloton commercial or something oh. right now and i was like and just seeing him gave me a flash of like oh fleabag oh, it's so even though good. He, he's wonderful in it he but you know the he's not the reason for it and i still was like oh my god i missed that world i mean you know there's the gut punch that you have at the finale of the first season which was supposed to be the series it was only yeah. supposed to be one season even knowing all that stuff going in i was like this is such a good show mm. she's so amazing she's so amazing and then you know i got horny for that pre i was gonna say again season two this is a, sliding around this my house callback for uh, not to make it all about ogs but when marcy watch season two of Fleabag. This is part of our slut health. Yeah, her <laughs> slut health. She was uh could couldn't turn couldn't turn off. <laughs> I, I have been like having an imaginary relationship with Andrew Scott since like <laughs> Friday. He is so uniquely and like a performance like that just doesn't happen that much yeah. where someone is just like and that thing especially if you're not familiar with them. So it's just like that feeling but like you have in life like someone just walks in the door and you're like who are who are you and he's not like a hollywood hunk you mm -hmm. know he is a british stage actor who sometimes when i imagine him like he's like a, a less refined sam rockwell kind mm -hmm. of looking yeah. but like yeah he's not like your typical like blah, 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 blah. Mm. but i think we're learning more and more that women don't like that and only men like the the hot hunks but i think so but it truly like just being like what if, even if he is gay maybe we meet everything's fluid right who knows who knows what does that label even mean i feel like he shouldn't box himself in like that he might really be in love with me he doesn't know gay He's not plus even... marcy that's the thing is everything is plastic guys don't you can change at any moment it can just be a temporary change too it doesn't you don't need to exist in any one shape or any one label and yes will it be hard to get my cats to london i guess maybe maybe but maybe not <laughs> maybe not could be a complete and total breeze we're gonna go back and forth between la and london he will love los Feliz, <laughs> by the way i change nothing about this house it's still like the dumpy little house that I one of my favorite things that ever happened was when we met tom hiddleston at Trisha's house <laughs> and we had finished podcasting and I had on a backpack <laughs> and was still like I think he liked me <laughs> I let me tell you I often find and I've said it before that sometimes the most um attractive men I get the most attention from and I think it's because they're so used to it doesn't yes. it doesn't make them feel uncomfortable yes like they're not like oh I'm leading her on right they kind of engage with the world like that yes like wanting to fuck every they're used to everyone wanting to fuck them so they're like yes and I also emanate that energy yeah because I mean I feel like I have I've met some celebrity type hot hunks and I'm like, I got a better chance with them than I do a fucking improv uh, 301 dude, you know? I completely second this theory. I do think. I agree. Should you know why? Should we go get Hiddleston and Andrew? Andrew Scott? Should Andrew we, Scott? Should we get them? Should we do it? Should we... I guess we're going to both have sex in the same room. <laughs> Honestly, it was only a matter of time. <laughs> Slut hell! Slut hell! Should we... Oh, we have, we have a little news here. This is huge. This and is huge. soon. Oh, my God. Look at that date. Okay, guys. Now, you may not have Peacock, and I do not know if it will be available on Hulu yet. Hulu. But 
the ultimate girls trip bravo's ultimate girls trip which is gonna have god who's in the cast i'm gonna not look it up it's gonna have ramona singer we got ramona kenya bear no kenya barris is a man <laughs> i confuse kenya more kenya more kenya more kenya barris is blackish yes another famous kenya that's Wait, okay i'm just gonna look it up now because okay. i'll feel stupid to get it all wrong uh i know that we're gonna have some teresa guadice Ooh. Uh, oh let's girls trip come on just give it to me baby uh luann did you say luann <gasps> luann de, de, la de la uh okay great so we got melissa gorga kyle richardson and cynthia bailey 50 cent just a murderer's row i mean that is uh, the amount of icons in one place yeah this is like andy's baby shower i mean it's going to be <laughs> so we have we said the actual news so it premieres on november 18th which is coming up just in a few days this, yeah. yeah so, so we'll probably so maybe not next week's episode but the week after yeah we'll be covering it yeah so <gasps> that's next. very exciting Damn, that's really fun I, just as like a break from format i'm so curious you know like what even the structure is like obviously the personalities at play are like the draw right but just even like structurally how it'll work because were we what it was like maybe on watch what happens one of them were on and they were talking about how it's like even just shooting confessionals is so different because you're not shooting it like weeks later yeah like they all they had to do everything basically on site like so they're just or within a couple hours yeah. so everything is way more fresh and so, especially for fights, I forget who it was, was saying like, oh, well, normally you're coming back into the studio and it's like a month or six weeks have passed. And it's like, you don't even remember why you were mad, especially because you were drunk. Um, and but for this one, it's like, no, you're like still in it. So. Uh, and I think everyone's just going to hate Ramona, which I'm excited about. Yeah, this could be her swan song. I don't know. I think she's just a good bad person to have around i know if she is so terrible that she's the focal point it would be hard to argue it is hard though i think when people are like trying to pretend like they do like her i'd rather them just like beat her with a stick i guess <laughs> <laughs> but whatever uh okay should we move on to actual news actual news okay let's see we got it's crazy how even leaving the kardashian world there's no way to get away from the kardashians we try we tried um the biggest headline news for the past week has been the astro world festival tragedy in which as of today nine people have died at travis scott's festival that he holds in houston his hometown uh it was just a true disaster everything about it i cannot stop reading about this i am like fully deep dived in i mean even my mom knows about it so i would be confused if anyone listening doesn't but yes what is the rundown though the rundown is at his Astro World festival uh there was uh, on last friday, friday night yeah. last friday night um at nrg park in houston uh, there was it was it, it, there was a lot of sort of mayhem at all day. Like yes, there's like videos of like uh, people pushing PM. down the barricades and charging in and hopping fences like earlier in the day. And like everybody, like a lot of press have reported like just a general unease. Um, 
through the crowd the whole day to pause there is also and everyone's pointed this out a long history of his of travis scott's concerts being purposefully sort of like filled with mayhem and chaos and he calls his uh he, he calls his fans ragers and encourages like a lot of you know uh a lot of mayhem i can't yes. saying it but basically at the uh concert on friday there was like some kind of crowd surge and uh people were truly like crushed to death and trampled and uh just an absolute like horror and show going of, into cardiac arrest and and having to be like fished out by security but nobody stopping the concert and then there's that those terrible videos of Horrible. those two young people the girl and the guy who are who climb up onto the videographers like podium their stand or whatever you want to call it where they're like in the middle of the crowd filming the concert and they're like grabbing at this man screaming there's people are dead people are dead and he's just kind of like shooing them away and people are like well what do you want him to do it's like he has a headset on because he can talk to a producer yeah and i think just like the the sort of biggest takeaway is there's a lot of sort of like well how did it happen how was it you know what they clearly knew that there was a likelihood that this could get this bad there's been a history for anyone who watched the doc um the travis scott doc this is a huge storyline he gets arrested because of like disputes with security for inciting a riot yeah because he encourages his fans to rush the stage he says like fuck the security and there's all the it's a whole which is crazy because he pays them i know and it's like this weird and i was reading a lot of stuff about this that it's sort of it's about like adopting a very almost like 70s punk mentality but like it's not that but this idea of like fuck them fuck everybody but um but yeah, like that's a whole history he has of like encouraging crowds to really be wild and and not respect security. Uh, but it just is so horrific so and sad. really like the amount of videos are so disturbing, not only because you have like Drake and Travis Scott like singing through like people screaming. And there is a point. I hate to interrupt. I'm sorry. It's okay. but there is a point where shit is there's an ambulance literally going, going through, through the crowd so yeah. travis sees it and then two people from his like team come up to him and he tells them like to go away and and like basically i'm sure they were coming to give him the information yeah and he did not whatever they said specifically he did nothing with it and then as people were still on the ground trying to be pulled out of this crowd, he screams at the audience to shake the ground. So everyone starts just jumping up and down. And then like after that, you see so many videos of like every other pop star rapper being like, Hey, stopping the concert, stopping them. There's like a really great one of ASAP uh, yeah. where he's like really uh, upset where he's like, pick those girls up. He's like, he's like furious at the crowd. Cause some guys have like knocked girls over and well, granted, maybe it wasn't as big of a thing, but there's so, you know, the, the, there's so much about this. There's so many pieces to it. It's like, in terms of culpability and and you know obviously the legal piece but i do think that a lot of people feel that like obviously travis scott loves houston he's would never want people to die at his concerts that's an insane idea but at what point are you responsible for the like the 
culture you foster in your crowd yeah. and like there's stories from other concerts where i think he got sued before because a guy had like climbed up and he dared him to jump and like he, from a high and he was injured really badly he right he became a he became paraplegic and it's like so the fact that there is this long history i think is what people are really fixating on where it's like you have a responsibility on some level uh n- you know or at least to work with security in your venue it's just it's hard it's really hard you know like and and i think people are just like very shocked on every level you know ultimately it comes down to greed and not just on him on everyone's part live nation the everyone who sold over you know who sold what it what was it fifty thousand people there or something like that's a lot of people you if you can't control if you don't have a large enough space like you know it, it just well, doesn't make sense to you know people buy those tickets and it's the same as if i buy t- a ticket to go somewhere it's like uh, to a show it's like i'm assuming that they're going to keep me safe yes you know that i'm safe going to something like that and it's just like and somebody had a tweet that was like really tragic to me where it was like it's pretty shocking that out of fear uh, for retribution or fear of consequences, not one like key player in this has actually said sorry. Yeah, there's been obviously like Travis posted and Kylie posted, but and they we'll didn't the know what was happening. Although there's no way in social media day and age that people don't know that something happened. Yeah, and it's and like, they went to Dave. He and Drake. Went to Dave and Buster's. They went to Dave and Buster's after. It's just unfortunately this and, like it's like a constellation of badness we didn't even say that like the police chief did declare that this was a mass casualty event and then travis scott's concert continued for another 38 minutes he played the full set it was the full set and like the stories and he and the chief police are friends like they know each other so like there's no way that he could not get this information so i do not believe at all he and Kylie saying we had no idea. Well, somebody said there was <laughs> everything comes from TikTok. I know we see all the same somebody ones. On TikTok somebody said. in TikTok told me. Um, but it is it is this thing where it's like, well, okay, maybe as talent, sure, you like get off stage, you go straight on your bus or whatever, you head off into the night. But he it is his festival. Yes. He is the producer of the festival. Yes. So on what level could like a horrific tragedy have occurred and you your name is on it it is the, it is all, all all intents and purposes travis scott festival that nobody would have pulled him aside immediately yeah. as the producer of the event separate from talent to yeah. be like this is going around the world this is going to be like historic and, and it's just like it's not it's like, just hard to f- believe that exactly because it's like a- as if uh, anything can happen anything at all can happen without people live tweeting it in the moment yes like, it just is not how it works it, no one is that insulated and then i told you that like when it when all the news was coming out i looked to twitter for the trending topic and it had been suppressed mm. i could only find a couple of tweets about it and on tiktok there was like so many videos and i was like what is this so weird oh there's another level to it that's actually how do i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna qualify it there's another level to it which involves satanic panic where people and a lot of people are saying that this was a ritual sacrifice what and that he was playing this weird kind of like what is it it was like some weird uh vibrating music to like get people in it like it's insane i don't it's none of it is whoa 
but spiritual talk has gotten into it (laughs) and a lot of people they were like it was demonic it was demonic there were demons in the crowd like it's like this other weird element of like being like it was this was meant to be because there's a there's sign that says see you on the other side and like all this conspiracy talk about it which is like okay i think this guy was grossly negligent and irresponsible and doesn't care about his audience enough but I don't think that he sacrificed people to Satan. I don't think so. Either. I don't know if that's where we're at. I don't know that I would. I'd go that far. But that's the point: is that it's like could it be Satan? Maybe the devil. Remember, church lady. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. We're old. Um, I, I definitely, I will say to that like kind of demon notion. I, I think n- I would not use that word. But I think honestly, part f- of of watching a lot of those videos for me and a lot of people have talked about this that is so hard other than watching people like truly fighting for their life and in absolute terror are the people who are standing next to them not giving a fuck and filming and having fun or jumping on the back of like the, the ambulance. ambulance to try to get better seats or yelling at those people on the um, platform calling to get down the, and calling them like calling cowards. Calling girl and, a bitch and, like, for trying to stop the show. That thing of just like I don't know. I was talking about it with my friend and she was just like, do you feel like maybe like she's reading into it too much or she was like, I get this feeling like it feels like this post pandemic, like people genuinely don't care about other people as much feeling like we have entered into, and this is a huge leap, but like that it gives you that feeling like, and it's like reminding me of that story from a couple weeks ago of the woman who was like raped on a train car and everybody just Ugh. like let it happen. And that like it feels and it's easy to just string it all together. But that watching a lot of those videos uh, gave me that feeling of like, w- but like human life, though, like the, if the yeah. same way, like if you were aren't we still the, if I'm walking down the street and somebody's walking and they start falling over, I'm going to reach out and throw my arms out to grab them. Yeah. And it's just I wouldn't even think about it. It's what I would physically do. And the, it kind of just creates this very strange feeling that does feel connected to the pandemic and the like, I'm out for me of it all. Yeah. And like, I, you know, like there's this, it just feels connected. And that is like a very half-baked idea, yeah. but that it is about like, get the fuck out of my way. I don't care. I'll push you. I will enjoy the concert. Even if someone's getting like <laughs> CPR next to me, like it's, it's a kind of detachment then. And that's a huge generalization yeah. to make. Um, but no, it gave me that feeling. I think it's true. Like it there, I don't, I could not blame it on the devil because <laughs> I think people are bad enough without any kind of evil influence. I think people just don't care. Yeah. yeah. That's the best. That's just the nutshell of it is like, let me tell you, I always get involved. Uh, <laughs> I'm always stepping in. Oh, I know you're a busy body. Uh, excuse me. Do you need something? <laughs> like when there was a fight outside, it was just uh, a bunch of guys screaming at a man. They're young, screaming at this building next door to be like, "Come out, we're gonna kill you!" And I was like, "I'm calling the police." <laughs> I wasn't, but my favorite. Busy I'm just bot. so you know. I've done that twice in my in my house <laughs> or, or uh, in my driveway. Where I'm like, "Just so you know, I'm calling the police right now," and I don't, but I just want them to know, like, someone's getting involved. I'm a middle-aged white woman, and I will do something. It's really like. And, and again, it's like, I don't mean to even like castigate that crowd. It's like, I, I don't think that that's about like a bunch of bad people or specific to his audience. It's just like, there's something very heavy about yeah. like watching those videos and, and wondering, you know, and, and 
No, none of us are there. There's clearly a lot of ways to like not understand something that chaotic. Yeah. But and I'm, then, sorry, go ahead. I'm, I was going to say probably what you're going to say, which is like the connective thread to the Kardashians is not pleasant. No, the only other than Kylie, only Kim posted about the tragedy. Mm-hmm. And then Chris and Chloe just regrammed it. This was after Cor- Chris Jenner, by the way, whose birthday it was. So, you know, understood. But for four days straight, posted gigantic, gigantic $600 flower arrangements that had been sent to her by like Fendi and. Yeah. Uh, just pictures whatever. upon pictures of just different thank flower you. arrangements. Thank you, Jeff Latham. Thank you. And it's like, yes. Do do I know how to navigate social media if I was like <laughs> the mother-in-law of uh, someone at the center of like a mass casualty that he's being seen as largely res- or partially responsible yeah. for? I wouldn't know, but I don't know that I would just go about my business. Everyone knows <laughs> shut your mouth. Just lay low. Lay low and don't like this is another fucked up thing. Better health help yes i don't think they were partnered with travis scott there was a rumor that they were i don't think they were but they they were like we're offering one free month of therapy and it's like are we gonna capitalize on this it yes i think it rightfully sort of rubbed everyone the wrong way not the 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 concept of like providing therapy of course but that it was like has to be this brand uh that clearly does a lot of like partnering and uh, but yeah like the crassness is hard. Like we had talked about it on our our chain. Like it was days after um, Kylie had posted that pic of her and Stormy's matching like mega carrot diamond rings, and it was like "Daddy got us matching diamonds" or whatever the caption was, and it was still her like top pick and yeah. vid as of like two days ago. And I was like, I don't know that this is the best look. You know, like yeah. I understand like it's it's anyways it just it's not even so much about what's logical as much as what feels wrong and what feels right and it's like looking at your matching 20 carat diamonds that you and your four-year-old daughter have on Mm. that you say like when we know that uh, it just is like i don't that's not how this works it leaves a bad taste so many people suffered and are suffering that woman today has been on life support like since Friday the woman and the, who died yeah the woman yeah. who died and it's been like to me it's just like this suffering and he's covering all the funeral costs and obviously trying well, to do right and cooperating but it's just like it just feels I was saying to you and Trish I was like it's so weird how like all the Kardashians feel icky to me right now yeah. because of it which is I'm sure largely unfair but it just is like this whole thing feels like the curse of billionaires you know yeah. and that like this idea then of like all these regular working class people just like suffocating and dying under and there's like stories about how people are trying to like push and pull pull people into the vip section because there was just space there and that that people were getting really angry about it oh it's a real disgusting anyways i can talk about it forever it's Uh, really upsetting people are like he's over i'm like well i don't know if he's like over but he's uninsurable now yeah and that's a big hit that was i was reading a thing about like what a unicorn he is in the like in terms of marketability and he was like very on his way to being like a Kanye in a lot of ways but you know to be able to headline Coachella to be able to headline festivals like that they're and to be able to be like 
family friendly enough on some level though still to do like the mcdonald's meal yeah and have his own that cactus jack drink he did the spike seltzer is like an anheuser-busch partnership mm-hmm. like that's big that's big old big 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 marketing dollars and big partnerships not to mention like live nation like they're gonna take i mean i could only imagine that every person who was killed will get like a hundred million dollars their families and then the people who were injured will get a lot of money too i just feel like this is going to be and rightly so good take them for all their money like they didn't protect you no it's such it's a huge 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 rich 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 corporations absolutely nothing for you and and then your children died because everyone who died was under the age of 27 and like and then we can move on because it's so heavy but like really and i maybe it's because i'm like desperately claustrophobic and i hate crowds and i can remember every time i ever felt like smushed in a crowd and i have had panic attacks at concerts and had to like push my way out like that those are horrible deaths like those are such horrible deaths and such horror like to be crushed and yeah and stampeded like it just these are it's horrific it's a horrific story and unfortunately it's those are people's jobs that's what they get paid for it's what they pay their rent on and buy their cars with is that their job is to make people safe at a concert you know and so it's like that's the damnest thing about the poor security people like, of him like being like fuck the security people's like they make like what $15 an hour that's why the scenes I said this Ugh. before this that doc will made me immediately not like him mostly because the whole storyline was about how he didn't win the Grammy like we were supposed to feel sorry for him and he's really mad and really upset at the at the end spoiler um <laughs> but you would have you could have found that out too but um the the scenes of the security guards getting ready for his concerts is like heartbreaking they're like linking elbows and they're like it's like the january 6th riot you know where you're just they're so outmatched and they're just like they're facing down like a crowd that just has been told to like not give a fuck and it's so unfair they're just like working a job yeah Uh, they're not like the man (laughs) that's not the man so this will continue to definitely uh unfold um as so many weird pieces there's that weird thing that they've since rescinded about people getting injected that's insane that was insane to be with but the police were validating they were like someone went around and they injected everyone in the audience like they injected everyone in the audience (laughs) they injected everyone in the audience so you mean to tell me they mass vaccinated a whole fucking audience of people (laughs) no i think it was one cop who was on drugs who was like someone jabbed me with something because they tested him after he let someone die Uh, i think that i mean I don't know him. I don't know even who it was, <laughs> but I think whoever's like, oh, I got it stuck but a needle. I'm like, I don't think that's... It was instantly the weirdest. And, and if it was, it was one person that yeah. uh, that happened to and not like a mass needle that's jabbing. That's like stories from like our childhood you would of, like, hear that. Of like, if you stick your... If you sit yeah. in a movie theater seat, you'll get hooked <laughs> with an HIV needle. That's what I mean. Like, I heard that and I was like, I have not heard that specific type of rumor or like you know conspiracy theory yes yeah, since we were like 10 don't get change out of a coin booth or like razors <laughs> pay and phone candy number, yeah. yeah and it's like yeah the pay phones just like felt like that but anyways there's so much to the story well we're gonna keep on with the the kardashians of it all and to say that kanye went on what the fuck podcast was he on he went oh, on yeah gosh. what was this it was like something drink 
Oh God! I, you know what? No offense, Buzzfeed, but sometimes it's hard to get to the oh, actual. I, I hate the way that we do these. Uh, it's very. <laughs> I don't work in this part, so feel free to insult. Okay, but <laughs> so he was on some drink champs, drink champs, and he had I think it was a two and a half hour long, Sounds which honestly right. we could. What are we talking? We're we're already yeah. we're already at forty minutes. Yeah, just. we're like we're like roasting his ass, and it's like see ya at hour three. <laughs> um, but he definitely is affected by this pete davidson mm-hmm. uh kim kim news mm-hmm. he said he thinks snl put her up to saying that she was divorced and he says he has never seen divorce papers and that he that he doesn't want his children to hear that because he doesn't even want to divorce her he wants to get back together with her and sure. he said that the pda of her holding hands with him on a roller coaster that doesn't look good in the eyes of god this man really okay you guys have been listening to a free preview of ellis for losers Ooh, we hope you liked it oh yeah and if you did you can go on over to patreon.com slash l is for losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes mm-hmm. which are quite meaty <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of keeping up with the kardashians oh it's fun we got a whole lot of stuff there for you you're gonna love what you find yeah it's <laughs> patreon.com slash l is for losers bye bye